Well, hello everybody. This is uh, Tom Miller, and with me always is my teaching partner, Katie Reidenauer. And we are we are just so blessed that you would uh, spend some time with us on this beautiful afternoon. Whatever you're preparing for doing uh, this upcoming weekend, we don't uh, we we just value the fact that whether you're listening to the call live or you're going to listen to the archive. Uh, you know, we're just blessed that you're listening. It's just a fantastic and in, in finding value out of these out of these calls and our in our sharings about what we're learning and and, and what we're experiencing and and uh, we're just trying to help you accelerate your own learning and your own leadership and and uh, you know, Katie, I don't think you would argue with me if you say we we learn more from from the people that we work with sometimes that they. They uh, learn from us. Huh? What do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I owe them money sometimes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because that because that is the key, right? I mean, it's it's a constant. It's a constant. Um, it, there's just no end to it, right? There's there's a no end to to what you can learn, and I and I think that's I think that's gonna maybe end up being the topic of our of our call today. But let me just share with you for folks if you've never been on one of our calls or if you've never listened to the recording and you just came across it. My name is Tom Miller. Uh, I am the I, I'm the founder of our company, Leaders Helping Leaders, and and our mission is to be the difference maker in the leadership development of individuals and organizations and. And we do that through uh, coaching and training and consulting. And Katie and I are both uh, certified John Maxwell team members. Uh, I'm an executive director um, in the, the John Maxwell team. And, and Katie's been in the program uh, almost two years now, Katie? A little over two years. A little over two years, yeah. And, and so, so when we, you know, when we get to learn, if you don't, if you've never read a John Maxwell book, I, you know, I don't want to should on anybody, and neither does Katie, but you should, you should pick up at least one book and uh, read <laughs> you just it. You did it. You know, yeah, I know. And uh, but uh, uh, you know, the mentoring we get from not only John but his uh, faculty and the twenty-five thousand other uh, coaches now uh, through the John Maxwell team that are in over one hundred and forty countries and. Uh, Katie and I got to travel down to Paraguay this past May and be able to teach leadership in schools, and uh, just 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 impactful opportunities uh, you have uh, through that. So, um, if you'd like to learn learn more about you know joining the John Maxwell team, you know either email uh, you know me at Tom at lbleaders.com or Katie at Katie at com, and we'd be happy to share our experiences with you, but that's not why you hopped on this call. You hopped on this call because it's happy hour, right? It's time to get happy. It's time to it's time to learn. And last Friday, we are a week off of this. It was 168 hours or so off of um, Live to Lead. And Live to Lead is an annual live leadership seminar that occurs in Atlanta. But because we're members of the John Maxwell team, we get to simulcast it out um, across the globe. So I think they said, Katie, correct me if I'm wrong, was there 326 locations across the world okay. showing? Yeah, live, just live. And then you know, if you want to rebroadcast it, you can all the way uh, till the end of February. So you know, if you think there was 150 people in our session, so if you just think, let's just say the average is 100, but, you know, that's another you know, uh, uh, 300 300,000 people, you know, watching it uh, live at the same time across the globe, and and who were who were some of the people there, uh, Katie? Who were well, the we who uh, some, were the speakers? Yeah. Oh, the speakers. So we had Rachel mm -hmm. Hollis from you know she wrote the book Girl Wash Your Face, 
And we had Chris Hogan, who um, wrote Retired Inspired, and uh, he was phenomenal. And uh, John Maxwell said that when he dies, he, you know, if God's voice doesn't sound like Chris Hogan's, he's, he's going to feel like he's in the wrong place. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then the other, so then there's obviously John Maxwell, right? He, he was, he, yeah, you know, yeah. He, he talked on his new book that's coming out in January, uh, The Leader's Greatest Return, which was an awesome lesson. Um, and then there was Angela Earhart, who, who's the former CEO of, of, of Apple, plus multiple other companies, and just, I mean, just an amazing career uh, you know, she's had. She said she hasn't had a vacation in 40 years, so she was trying to, trying to take one. Uh, now and then, maybe, maybe the best and most emotional uh, was uh, Marcus Buckingham. The the, yeah. the co-author of uh, Strength Finders, and I think everybody's probably heard of Strength Finders. I've actually never done it because uh, I'm I think I'm a little fearful of what it may say. Uh, but he was <laughs> he was an amazing amazing off the cuff uh, speaker who who you know kind of the whole theme of the day was let's not follow our scripts, right? Rachel Hollis kind of kicked that off. Uh, <laughs> she, just, yeah. she just went off the cuff and, and got the whole, uh, not only the room in Atlanta shaking, but our room. She got our room bouncing around, uh, which was awesome, right? So sometimes you think, like, you go to those events and it's like, oh, you know, it's just watching TV, but it didn't really feel like, you know, anything different. There was emotion in the room. There was energy in the room. There was highs. There was lows. There was amazing note-taking and, and gems. And, you know, everybody who walked out, you know, pretty much said what a great experience they had. So maybe some of you on this call or listening to the recording were there with us live or maybe at another Live the Lead, or maybe you'd like to just bring it to your community, and we're going to tell you, uh, you know, an opportunity at the at the end of this uh, called how you can do that if you'd like to, and uh, Katie told me she that uh, that she's got a, a very killer offer for you, uh, you know, to be able to do that. So so let's so let's just talk about I mean the one thing right we talk about vulnerability but you know Katie like they all had an amazing story right they they did such an amazing job in which we know you know we learned through the John Maxwell team how to how to create our talks I mean stories make points, right? Never never tell a story without making a point and never you know, never make a point without trying to tell a story, right? It's got, you know, kind of the, right. really the key to being an effective speaker, but all of them brought these amazing stories from their past. Which, which one of the speakers told a story that really resonated with you? Well, I'm going to go right to Marcus Buckingham because, mm. I mean, his whole talk was, was, I mean, he was just so from the heart. But when he talked about um, his struggles as a child, um, he was a stutterer. And he talked about his parents that, you know, they, they tried to get him some help and he just didn't improve. And he said they just, you know, they, their house was, was a space, ma- they were space makers where the walls were made of love, where he mm. was safe there, he could make mistakes, and he knew that he was always going to be loved. And he told that story um, about having to give a speech, and he thought his mom would be really sympathetic. And so he went up to his mom, and and they're British, so you have to know that, because he told his mom, I have to speak in front of my whole school. And she said, oh, that will be lovely, Poppet. And and he just was like, there's nothing lovely about that. Uh, But, but you know, she she trusted that it was going to be okay for him. And so, you know, one of his messages were, you know, when you take away the choice, 
you take away the learning and you take away the love. So as, you know, as former principals, Tom and I have, have worked with parents who, who want to, you know, come in and have us change the program or change the schedule to, to make sure their child is most comfortable. And sometimes that's necessary. You know, we have children with special needs, and, and that is necessary. But if there's not a special needs involved, you know, maybe we need to push that kid a little bit uh, so they do grow because that's where good stories come from. You don't talk about the days where everything went well, perfectly, you know, as you planned. It's the days where, you know, everything went slipshod and somehow you survived or not, you know, some, you know. But that's where our stories come from, and that's where our growth comes from. So, you know, don't deny your kids that opportunity, opportunity to learn. Because we, we had quite a few school administrators in the room, and I saw them all writing this down <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, because they, this is what they're trying to tell parents. It's like you can't take away the learning. No, you can't. And, you know, as someone who has a stutter, right, and, and you know, battled the same battles, like I, I could see myself, right, when I was 13. It's a story that I tell when we do our Global Youth Initiative, um, you know, sessions. You know, uh, Katie and I go and speak uh, to youth. We have a goal every year to speak to between five and 10,000 youth, and that's the story I tell about how my first speech when I walked up there and just, you know, what came out, you know, was not words. <laughs> <laughs> in front of my seventh grade, you know, uh, classmates that I barely knew, and I just immediately, you know, ducked back behind. But, you know, I mean, you know, I I felt for him in that situation, but it, what a powerful story that he was able to tell and overcome. And now he was just laughing because I'm the strength finder guy, right? I'm the guy, you know, you know, I would have never thought, right? You just you don't always put yourself in that image because, you know, it's about how you feel about yourself, right? It's more yourself belief in his, his mom saying, well, that would be a great uh, puppet, right? You know, what a lovely opportunity, <laughs> puppet, you know? But she didn't even, she, didn't, she would not accept his self-limiting belief, right? She would not hold true to his, his competing commitments. Like, that wasn't her competing commitments, and she wouldn't allow him, you know, she wouldn't allow herself to be sucked into that. I mean, that's a really important learning, right? No matter where you are, in your growth, in your journey about, you know, belief starts on the inside, right? Growth begins on the inside. And you're not going to show right. growth on the outside until you're growing on, you know, the inside. Right. And so, the same goes yeah. for employees, right? You know, you have mm. to believe in your, uh, your, your people, right? So it doesn't have to be limited to a, a parent-child relationship or an administrator-child relationship. This is employee, employer. You, you know, like John Maxwell says, he always starts with a 100 on everybody's head, um, and you know, he tries to grow them from where they are. So that you have to have that belief in your people. That's right. For them yeah. to grow. He even said that I think even during his uh, session, he said, he said, isn't it great when a leader believes in their people? But mm -hmm. I'm sorry, no. He said, he said, isn't it great when when the people believe in the leader? But isn't mm. it? But it's powerful. It's powerful when the leader believes in their people, right? When the leader believes in, 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 in who they are empowering and uh, putting in charge. Well, I love it. Well, for me, um, you know, the one, the one story that resonated with me, you know, Rachel Hollis, I, I caught in, you know, some because I was in and out of the room, but she was talking about how, you know, at, at one point she was struggling with her own self-limiting beliefs, right, and, and, and really worried about what other people 
were thinking of her and, and how they were reading her, her, you know, her work or her blogs or whatever it was. I mean, she was just like, against it. And, it, just, it, it. and then she just said, <laughs> which cracked me up. She said, then, you know, she said, do I think you should make the YouTube video? Yes. Do I think you should write? Yes. Like, whatever. Just do it. Like, she said, it was amazing. She said, <laughs> she said that everything you need in life to be successful is free on the free on the internet. She said you should be kicking yourself because the it's your own ignorance of not of not using <laughs> it to, to you know to, you know you know it's there. Take it, take it, and go. So she just had this incredible message about yes, you can, right? And 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 again, the growth isn't about coming to live to lead. Right, it's it's a catalyst for potential growth. Right, right, and 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 even prior, I heard uh, Mark Cole, who's the CEO of all of John Maxwell's companies, he was he was talking about live to lead, and he had read a statistic which was actually from the Gallup poll, the same group that does the Strength Finders with Marcus Buckingham, and he said that 81% of people that attend some so, some sort of seminar, some sort of training, are satisfied with the training. And then they follow up with those people, and, and within three weeks from that, 27% can remember something that they learned. And when they follow up just one more week later, Katie, only 14% of those, those same 81% people, right, the same people, only 14% actually implemented something from the training. So what does that wow. say? It's like 81% are satisfied, but only 14% actually use something? Like, that, that screams to me status quo, right? And, 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 and Rachel Hulse is right. Everything you need to know, is, it's actually on Pinterest. <laughs> Someone just showed me. Or like, you oh, know, yeah. Pinterest and Instagram, they, they, they've got all these, you know, you, how do I lose weight? Here it is, 10 steps, right? How do, I, how do I change a habit? 30 steps to change a habit. It's all there. All you have to do is follow. You got to follow right. and just and just do it, right? So when Rachel House is saying just do it, I mean, our mentor Paul Paul Martinelli, John Max, he's the same way. He's like, he's like, you guys are, you know, during, during our mentor calls, if you can kind of imagine, you know, Paul's in his in his um, luxurious, you know, Florida condo, which is it's in. Um, Oh gosh, other oh, towns going to oh, Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Island. Jupiter yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. He's there. He said. He said you're there on your mentor call. You're you're telling me about some great idea and all these things you think you should do. He goes, well, I'm there making a sandwich. I'm just waiting for you to pause so I can say yes, it's a good idea. Do it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because that's that's what's going to make the difference. That's what's going to create the growth is actually doing Because you're going to learn what works and what doesn't work by doing it. You're not going to learn what works and doesn't work by thinking about it. Right. You know, thinking right. does nope. not create, you know. Yeah, so, so that was my, I just loved all of them being vulnerable, you know, telling their story. I mean, you know, it, 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 you know a little bit about my background story. You know, I you know, told you I was a stutterer, but I'm also a uh, recovering gambling addict. And, and, and for years, I never imagined myself not gambling because right? I did it for so long, 10, 11 years. I was, I was just pro. I was built. I had my inner belief was this is who I was, no matter how much money I lost or friends I lost or family. This is who I was. I never could envision myself not gambling until someone told me that they were able to quit. And I was like, oh, 
what's that like? <laughs> what's that like, right? Imagine what's that like? Like imagine if you described to someone that you had lost, you know, and I was a teacher, hundreds of thousands of dollars and many hours, and you you lied and manipulated and and you know cheated people to be able to pay even worse human beings, and someone says, you know, you could quit basically if you want. <laughs> <laughs> what's that like? Wow. Right? It doesn't, it's another, it doesn't sound proper, right? What's that like? Yeah. What's that look like? Yeah. <laughs> what does that look like? Uh, that was, you know, that was in February of, of uh, 2006. February 12, 2006 was the last day that I bet. So we're, you know, uh, so was it 13, 13 years, 13 and a half years now. But I think about that moment and being stuck, right, feeling stuck and not knowing what the next step was. And all the steps were right there. You just have to take the step. You have to believe in yourself to take the step. So all there's no difference. Those five people on stage, Katie, they're no different than us. No. The difference yeah. is the only difference is they took the step and they had self belief and they just kept going and they kept navigating through the challenges and learning and they've all had ups and downs. I mean, you know, there's you read the most most successful people in life, they've gone, you know, bankrupt or they've been, you know, they've been, um, you know, someone stole their money, right? They were, you know, they were, you know, like embezzled or whatever it was. They've all had ups and downs, but the, but the difference is, is that they got back up. They got back up and went forward. Yeah. Just like Rachel said, she said, your dream is worth fighting for. And while mm-hmm. you're not in control of what life throws at you, you are in control of the fight. You know, and I think that's very powerful to know that, you know, don't be a victim, right? Recognize that there is stuff that you might not like, but you're in control of how you react. And, and you know, what I was thinking was it's, uh, I find there, there are parts of my life where I have no problem making a decision, executing, and getting it done. That's how I've written and published four books because I had mm-hmm. this idea like, oh, this book has to be written. Um, and I, I create a plan and I follow it. Uh, what you know? So other things are harder, like losing weight. You know, like I I'll try this plan and then I'll try that plan. And so I I, I just need to do what I do with books: make a decision, follow it until it's done. You know, and it, so yeah. it, there is that issue as well. And I oh I love what you just said. <laughs> and I don't shoot on you. I'm not going to shoot on you. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> but, right, I'll never forget Paul Martinelli saying, the decision to, to not eat the cookie can't come when you're faced with the cookie. Yeah. It can only come before, like the night before, right? So any, anything you're trying to change, the decision can't come when you're face-to-face with the temptation. The decision had to come prior, right? So if you're not happy with where you are or any, in any aspect of your life, you've got to decide to act, right? And then act, right? You can't, you can't just... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like Tom, or John tells that story. There were five frogs on a log. Four decided to jump. Who jumped? Well, zero. They just decided to do it. It doesn't mean right. they did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, how how uh, many are left, right? Yeah. Oh, right. How many yeah. how many are left? Well, all five of them. That's right. Yeah, stay true to that decision, and that's why New Year's resolutions. I mean, are honestly a waste of time. I mean, I mean, <laughs> by the end of January, 
it's something like 80 to 90 percent of them are just done, right? Because people decide it's easy to make a decision. Me, I'm not going to drink anymore, right? Or I'm not going to. I'm going to go to the gym every day, right? It's easy to do it, but in, but when you're starting to be face to face with the temptation of not going to the gym, right? Or not, you know, doing that leadership, you know, growth program that you paid for, or whatever else. Um, yeah. That's when. That's when. Yeah. In, right. That's when you got to fight. Right, and I think the clearer your vision is of what you want. You know, with my books, I would envision what that end product's going to look like, and I worked with the designers for the cover to match that vision. So that was driving me. And I'm thinking of my dad. He, he's been a little overweight, you know, almost my whole life. And this July, he came home from a trip, and he said, I'm on the keto diet. And I was like, okay, Dad, what's, you know, tell me about what we need to do because he eats at my house a lot. Well, you know, since July, my dad has lost almost 40 pounds because mm. he found a plan, he set a goal, and, you know, he keeps sending me pictures, you know, oh, I'm in size 36, I'm heading to 34, you know, it, right. it, but he could envision where he's going and he, he had a plan he could follow. He made it really simple for himself. He made that decision. Wow. And got all the junk food out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell him to throw all those 36s out when he, when he gets to the 34. Throw them away. The, yeah, them <laughs> that's right. No temptation. <laughs> nope, not at all. So, so I know you had wrote down like a bunch of quotes, Katie. What's, what's, what's you know, maybe one, you know, one or two quotes that, that you wrote down that's really resonated with you uh, since last week? Uh, so uh, this is when I was sharing with my husband um, you know, he's a boss at, at a, a local bank here, and it was from Chris Hogan. And he said that servant leaders listen and they ask three questions. These are three questions that every leader should ask is what Chris Hogan was saying. He said, number one, how are you? And then really listen to the answer. Watch the facial expressions. Don't just ask it and keep walking. Ask it, look them in the eye, and really get a sense of your people. And if they need more conversation, then have, take the time for that conversation. That's how your people are going to feel cared for. And, and then the second question is, what are you working on? You know, because as a boss, you might not be able to be aware of everything that everybody's doing. So ask, what are you working on? And then that helps you stay abreast of you know, how the business is going. And then number three, how can I help? And then actually do it. If they say, well, I really need help with X, Y, and Z, well, if you commit to helping with X, Y, and Z, then do it, right? So how are you? What are you working on? And how can I help? Three simple questions that will help build up retention at your company because nobody will, can imagine leaving a place where they feel so cared for. Yeah, I love that. I think when I... Uh, um I think I posted that one up on social media, and I just wrote next to it, um, equals employee retention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ask ask these three right. questions. There's no raise needed. There's no you know, bonus needed. It's, it's, it's about how you make people feel. I mean, that's really mm -hmm. what it comes down to. How, how, did you, you know, how did you make people feel? Because people don't quit organizations. People quit people. And that's, right. that's really what it comes down to, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so in that in that same kind of model, um, you know, the only way you you know you're going to realize where your people are 
and maybe what they envision, right? What's their vision for the next three to five to ten years of their life is by sitting down and asking them questions. So, so Angela Earhart, um, she, she specifically said this, that figure out where people need to be and help them get there, right? So where do they want to be? Where do they need to be? And help them get there. I mean, it's, it's, we don't spend enough time lifting up people as leaders. We, we focus way too much time on, um, on their immediate uh, production. And right. Then, you know, so then instantly, as a leader, we spend more time with the bottom of our organization rather than the top of our organization. And, it's the, and I failed like this like crazy as a principal. I would, I would spend, if I could, gosh, if I could just get everybody as good as you know, Shelby Gorski in language arts, right? Or, or Darnell uh, <laughs> Terry was our associate. If I could just get, if I could get everybody else as good as them. But what? I, but I was, what I was wrong was my math was wrong. I should have been spending eighty percent of my time with my top teachers, you know, with Shelby and, right. and Jeff, and you know, and, and 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 taught them how to teach the next tier. And that's what John's law law of uh, multiplication, or you know, it's it's about multiplying growth. You know, right. the only way for you as a leader to multiply your growth and your uh, culture is is to is to embed that in your top people. And and, and right. I'm not saying ignore the other people, right? You still hold them to the highest standard, but if you if you teach to the top, they're going to come. They're going to have to come. Right. They have to get to that to that to the next level. And then, but she followed that up with something that her father told her was 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 to give sixty and take forty. Could you imagine, like, if you gave if you gave more. Then you, you know, get back. If you are very intentional about constantly giving more than you get back, right? Without keeping score, because that's where I struggle, is the keeping mm. score part, right? We're all it's all about what do I get back out of it. She was my dad taught me to give sixty and take forty. Mm. Right? Always make sure you're on that front end of it, and and that's a powerful piece that's lost in or, in organizations, right? Because your to-do list is so big, or your time is, is uh, you know, it just, it's just not there, right? 24 hours flies by uh, super fast. But let me, just, let me just share a secret, Katie. And, and I know I've told you this secret, right? So, but we're going to tell everybody who listens to this, that the clock, the 24-hour clock on, you know, Bill Gates, right, or Warren Buffett, or, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Simon Sinek, right? Their 24 hours is the same as ours. <laughs> no, they have more hours. They clearly yeah, have more hours. That's right. <laughs> but somehow, right, somehow their clock is they have more time. It's because yeah. they've, learned, yeah. they've learned to focus on the essential parts of their day, right? They, they, are, they, are, they are like, they're like bullfighters when it comes to distraction. They're just, ah, doesn't exist. Like, they just doesn't happen. And they know where they yeah. need to focus their time. John's very adamant about that. You know, he does five things every day. He reads, he writes, he files, he asks questions, and he adds value. That's it. He barely picks out his own clothes. He's like, I, I do these five things, I, and I focus my time on that. I ask questions of my people. I'm curious. I'm always learning. I, I value. I wake up every day. Where do I have to be at my best? Like he talked about that. Where do I have to be at 100% energy? Today, what's the most right. important part? I mean, they're very intentional about it, and so that. And this is every aspect today. of your life. 
You know, like I hosted Every a book episode. club, and and the other book clubs I've been to, you know, the other this is all in my neighborhood. You know, we just kind of got together and randomly discussed parts of the book, and you know, like the one right before the one I hosted, we talked about the book for all of five minutes, and mm. I was like, okay. I'm going to pull out my English teacher hat. And I went and I found all the book club questions and I cut them up and I just had everybody take a, a question out of a cup. And we had the best discussion for like two hours and everybody loved it. But it just took a little, like three minutes of effort. You know, that was the only difference between my book club meeting and every, you know, the other ones. So, I, you know, just thinking about what's that little bit extra that you can do and it can, it can really pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we're so we're just talking, talking about growth, right? It's a it's a little bit, a little bit of growth mm-hmm. every day. Just getting a little bit better, you know, today than you were yesterday. So you can be better uh, tomorrow. I mean, that's 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 really what it comes down to. So you know, John says if you set a goal to be fifty percent better at something at the end of the year, right? So maybe it's losing weight or your time management or, um, or you know, taking more vacation, whatever it is. He said, if, if you can get 1% better each week, even if you took a two-week vacation, you're going to be 50% better <laughs> at the end of the year, right? I mean, it's, it's just it's little things. We all want to be John Maxwell tomorrow. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people want to be John Maxwell tomorrow. Right or Rachel Hunt right. or any of those speakers. They want to just. I, I want to be up there on stage, you know, speaking in front of you know 3.2 million uh, people live. Right. I want to sell millions of books. Well, look, you know, John will tell you, his first book is awful. Like if he could burn them, he, you know, <laughs> he would. But you don't have to be great to start. But to be great one day, Katie, what are you gonna do? You got to start today. You got to start. You got to take that first step, whatever that step is, towards towards leadership. So, you know, I don't know about you. um, When I started this, when I started this current journey, and and you know, let me just tell you, everybody, where I'm at. I'm 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 standing on a uh, uh, on you know basically a private island. Uh, it's a beautiful location right now. I'm, I'm going to be hosting a leadership retreat here tomorrow. And I could never, you know, I don't think I saw this, right, saw this opportunity. I, you know, I'm in, I'm in a million-dollar home here preparing for a leadership retreat. And, and, like, and, and so to think about where I was, you know, in 2006, oh, my gosh, forget about it. But even, you know, 2014 when I – when I when I first started this vision, this vision of this of what this company would do, I was, I, you know, I I read stuff, you know, but I didn't I didn't consume. Well, I more consumed than I did actually acted out, right? So we talked about this a little bit before. I would mm-hmm. read some leadership things, but not not a lot. But when I think about you know, it, it was it was it was it was February of or of 2014 was 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 when I joined the John Maxwell team. But the reason why I joined the John Maxwell team was because in my in my job at the time, my boss during my end of the year review said to me, "I don't know how to grow you, and I don't know how much longer I can keep you." Now I'll tell you at that moment, Katie, I was 
I was pissed. <laughs> I was yeah, angry. you're done. I was like, what? Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What does that even mean? Like, and I was like, well, it's my job to grow me, first of all. And, but, yeah, it is partially your job. But as leaders out there listening, it's your job to grow your people. But so when he said that, you know, it, it, it caught me on this real, you know, push about, well, I, I don't need him, right? I don't need him to, to grow me. I don't need this job, right? My, my giant ego got in the way. And, and I started <laughs> to get this daily email from John Maxwell called the A Minute with Maxwell. And the, right, if you don't yeah. get it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great, easy, it's one minute. He, uh, you know, picks a word. And, and so that Minute with Maxwell started to speak to me, right? It, it started to, to, to talk to me about what my vision could be, right, or what I could do. I could coach, I could speak, I could train, I could, I could equip people. And so I, you know, I'm, I don't really think much. I just go, I just act. And so I jumped on it and I, you know, jumped into this, you know, program, but, which is crazy to even think about. I never read a John Maxwell book prior to that. Ah, really? <laughs> never, never, which is, which is really, really funny to even think about. You know, I invested thousands of dollars into this lifetime access, a program of personal growth. And and so so that's so and I never like I never envisioned at the time that I would have have a business or or that anybody would do anything. But as I started to navigate forward, you know, I, and be in the program and read some of John's books and and go to the go to the trainings, my vision became much clearer of yeah. what I wanted to do. Right? I mean, so. So, you know, sometimes the vision's not right there. Like, just like in Gambler's House, I didn't know what a day would be like without gambling, let alone a lifetime, you know, without it. And I'm easily, there will be no more gambling. But at that time, my vision wasn't clear. So what I'm trying to tell everybody, if it's not clear, maybe it's not, you, you have to do the thing, right? And then, and then, you'll get the energy to continue to do the thing. But if you don't do the thing, you're never going to know what's out there. I've always said, if you want to be more, you have to see more. You have to do more. You have to act. And it, you'll, you'll, you'll learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you. I mean, you know, you know we're still, we're still, I mean, you know, Katie probably goes nuts from all the, uh, you know, ideas and thoughts and, you know, dreams that are in, in <laughs> one, you know, one week in and one week out. But they're all part of the bigger uh, purpose, right? And the purpose is to develop people. I mean, that's why you and I are both in this, is that we yeah. want to grow uh, people. We want to see you on the other line there or listening on your computer, wherever you are. We want to see you achieve whatever it is that you want to be. Like Rachel Hollis was talking, we want you to be successful. And and listen, everything is free on the internet. You could do it. You, you, could, you, could, you could download, you could watch TED Talks, There's, you could watch, listen to podcasts. It's all there for you. You don't, you, don't need, you don't need a coach, right? You don't need – it helps, right? It helps to have an accountability partner. That's what helped me, right? Someone to help me see a vision, someone to help me guide through the vision. You know, we ha- we're, you know, we're both in the mentoring program, Katie and I, and through the John Maxwell team, so we, we get to call and listen to, you know, self-made millionaires and business owners and, and leaders, you know, global leaders and thought leaders and best-selling authors, and we're part of a tribe and a community, and, and you know, folks that won't let us let ourselves down. <laughs> it's impossible. Like, they will, they yeah. will pick you up and throw you back out there if you even say anything bad about yourself, because they, they let you borrow their belief. They give you their belief. I believe in you. And I, well, yeah. I believe in you all. 
I mean, whoever is on here, I, I believe in you, and I believe in your dream. Whatever that dream is, you know, your dream needs 100% of you. It needs all of you. Just it, you, did, you need to take that physical step to go do it. You need to take that yeah. step. No one can take that step for you. So what the John Maxwell team has provided myself, and, and I don't want to speak for Katie, but I think she would agree with me, is a, is a personal growth plan. Right? I mean, it's just forever. Like we, have, we have more access to personal growth programming than we'll probably ever be able to use. Yeah, you couldn't lifetime. listen I, to everything or do everything yeah. in one lifetime. There's no way. <laughs> well, you could, but you would never do anything with it, right? You would just you would well, just yeah, like that's I all was you back do. in the day. Like, oh, what a, what a great book! Put it back on the shelf, right? Instead of like, oh, what did this book? What did I learn? What did I learn from this book? And what am I going to do with this book, right? It's it's the act, and that's why this call was the action, right? What are you going to apply in your life based upon this call? What are you going to apply in your life, you know, based upon the training that you went to? What are you going to apply in your life, you know, based upon whatever learning that you had today? What are you going to change? in your life? And what are you going to teach someone else? Because what you teach other people, it actually creates more clarity in yourself, right? Because you can't teach people things yeah. that you don't know how to do. So, so, so what, I was, what I was thinking, Katie, is you know, we've got multiple easy online digital, you know, self-driven leadership programs. We've got one that, you know, follows uh, five of John Maxwell's books. It's called Maxwell Mastery. And then mm-hmm. we have um, our our uh, Principal Leadership Academy, our Blueprint for Success uh, program. So, so what what we did is is we're going to put it out there for um, what do you say to the end of the month? Right? We said until October thirty first. Yep, that that's right. We put on it? Yeah. yeah, and if you if if you go to our to our website, um, and you're going to go to lbleaders.com, uh, and you're going to go to the store, and in the store. And you'll see the store is going to be up there in the menu bar. If you go to the store, um, you'll see all the all the programs we offer. If you write, if you type the word growth, right? Growth is that the word we did? That's the word we did. That's that's the coupon. If you type the word growth into the coupon box, right, you're going to have to actually you know you know click on it and you know put your email address. And you and when you get when you see the coupon books, coupon box, type the word growth. It's going to take half price, right? So it, so it takes a two hundred dollar program down down to one hundred dollars and. And um, I think the other program will be, you know, less than like 80. At the, but it's it's a lifetime, and, and at least a minimum, both of the programs provide you between uh, 40 and 60 hours of just good professional development content and action steps and workbooks to be able to to work through the notes to to and 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 some exercises for you to be able to to just start to grow and reflect yourself. It, it, you know, and if this is if you don't have a professional development program, if you don't have a personal plan for growth, you know, this this that's what these two uh, programs are, right? They're they're there to give you a catalyst of your journey to to hear positive leadership thoughts and ideas for you to take that next step in whatever uh, your journey is. And 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 so the the Maxwell Mastery program focuses on five of John John Maxwell's uh, best-selling uh, books that focus on leadership and intentionality and uh, you know building capacity and 
and then and then and then the other program. So so we went through it uh, for you. That's good until October 31st, 2019. So whether you listen to this live or or uh, you know if you go to lbleaders.com, go to our website and uh, go to the store. You'll find the store menu and you'll scroll down and you'll see our digital learning programs. And uh, so this is if you want something like that. Now if you want something that's live, then then you know give Katie or and I an email, uh, uh, Tom at lbleaders.com or Katie at lbleaders.com. K-A-T-Y at lbleaders.com. And let us know. Let us know what you're interested in. We're happy to set up a one-on-one -on -one call with you to uh, identify what's, what's the best next step uh, for you. So that's mm -hmm. our gift for uh, being on this call and investing in us. And um, I, you know, I want to know what's your act, right? You know, what is, so you know, what's one thing coming out of Live the League, Katie, that you're either going to apply change or teach someone else? Well, I, I love the reminder, you know, going back to Marcus Buckingham and remembering that, you know, the people that I work with need, sometimes they need me to believe in them more than they're believing in themselves. Mm. So to keep their strengths in mind, even if I'm, when I'm coaching a teacher um, or working, you know, talking with one of my sons, to remember that you know they are very strong in so many areas, and I need to to let them fail and help them build a plan to succeed. But I have to have that belief first. So that was such a good reminder to to start with that belief first, because it's so much easier, especially with my kids, to say, "Well, you screwed up, and you should have done A, B, C." Instead, it's like, "Okay, so that didn't go as you planned." So. <laughs> So what are we going to do about it? So you know, really trying to coach them more than telling them what to do. Yeah, that's good. I think what I what about you? To, yeah, I think what I want to teach uh, most was we didn't really say too much about it today, but um, but John had a quote. He said, uh, "Good leaders create better lives for people at work." Great leaders create better lives for people everywhere, right? In their personal life, in their their health, in their wealth, and in whatever they want to be. So, so you you know you as a leader, you're 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 responsible to your people in all aspects of what they're going through. Doesn't matter, right? You've got to build a culture that values people and respects people. Because when they're better at home, <laughs> guess else where they're really good at? <laughs> they're much better <laughs> at work, right? They're yeah, better. they're going to show up as better people at work, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and so it made me think, well, this might be a little bit crazy, maybe. It made me think, what if, you know, what if, Katie, you know, we could show, we could show Live to Lead again. Like we could, sh you know, if if something yeah. we said today, or if you were at Live to Lead, and you're like, gosh, I, I wish my team would have heard this, right? Or I wish my school system would have heard this, or whatever. Or I wish my church or my community, I wish they would have heard it. We can bring it to you. I mean, no matter pretty much where, you know, you are, we could, you know, we could bring it to you, and um, and 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 what we would do, right? If you if you mention the happy hour call, mention the happy hour call. <laughs> We'll we'll cut the total price in half, and I and I think what we had said is that to you know live the lead is a half a day. It's a half day investment, uh, and that's normally two thousand dollars. And so we will cut it in half to a thousand dollars 
uh, and we're, we're able to run it through February 28, 2020. So I mean, think about what what that investment could do to your 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 school, your community. We can make a giant event out of it. We could do whatever we mm -hmm. wanted to do out of it. We could, Katie and I could could help lead, you know, mastermind sessions out of it, right? Or or workshops out of it. Or maybe we just, you know, watch one or two of the speakers and and break into small groups and talk about it, how we're going to act out. So so if you're if you're interested in the bringing live to lead to your community, email me Tom at lbleaders.com, and uh, we'll make it happen. We will, we will make a, a, a great event uh, happen, and, and we're going to do, if you mention the happy hour call that you invested uh, an hour of your time, a happy hour of your time with us, uh, whether you're live or listening on the archive, it doesn't matter, uh, we, will, we will honor that, that opportunity. What do you think, Katie? Well, I think it's a great opportunity, and I've done this with a company, brought it in, and you know, some of the people, when they came in, they didn't really know what was going on, but they had to be there. But by the break, they were, this is awesome. And then, you know, in between the speakers we had, you know, we did a few activities to kind of practice what the speakers had talked about, and it was a really fun day. So I think doing that for $1,000 is a tremendous value. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you got, you know, if you got, 25 uh, people working in your in your organization. It's a it's a it's a forty dollar investment, right? Would you be willing mm -hmm. to invest forty dollars in your people to have more energy, ideas, and and thoughts? I mean, it's a, you know. So anyway, so we'll so we'll do that for you. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited. Next year, Live the Lead is October 9, 2020. Uh, we will be hosting it again in Raleigh. Uh, but if you're listening and you're somewhere else around the world. Um, they might be hosting it in your neighborhood, or better yet, get into the John Maxwell team, and, and you can reach out to Katie and I of how, how you would take that next step uh, to learn more. We'd be happy to, to get on a call or a video conference with you uh, to share a little bit more about our, our experiences uh, in, in the program. So, so again, our website is, is leaders buildingleaders.com, lbleaders.com, or leaders-building-leaders.com, whatever way you'll get there. Um, <laughs> and, and we, yeah, and, and we, and we provide training, and consulting, and coaching, and grant writing. As Katie mentioned, she's an author of four of four books, and she's helped schools uh, um, uh, receive over three million dollars in uh, grants to accelerate uh, their programs and their expansion. Uh, so whatever your needs may be, we we we. Pride ourselves on being the Amazon for for uh, uh, schools and or and organizations. So any way we can help you, uh, we would we would love to love to do it. And uh, we're we're excited to to hear about your act. So so you know wherever you find us, if you found it on on SoundCloud or off of our website or wherever else, um, you know a post. Tell us what your act is going to be. What are you going to do? Uh, share this share this uh, call with someone else if you think it'll. It'll make a difference in uh, their life. So remember, we believe in you, and we believe in your dream. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody.